Welcome to another episode of A Nut Bar Idea. When this truly is A Nut Bar Idea. They say you cannot solve a problem using the same mindset that created the problem. So while we have um, all of these global problems, pandemic, you know, who do you trust? Where's government? What laws to follow? Are there any laws? I mean, basically, all leaders just threw everything out the door. And we're supposed to solve problems the way we used to solve problems. And the game completely changed. I mean, this is on a global scale. And why is this global? Because we're all been supporting globalism. What is globalism? That means trading globally. As long as our, all our trades, all our markets have been attached and associated with every country globally, we are living in a globalist reality. And they need one king to rule it all. They need one government to rule all of this that's joined together. And the reason that we had borders uh, is, is because there was profit in two different ideas. As long as there were more than one idea, all of our systems uh, operated off that. Uh, It's limited. It's, it has never allowed truth. It's, it's basically two sides of a lie. Like, you know, as long as you're lying, you're good. You've got value. If you're telling the truth in our current systems that are collapsing today, um, you could see truth is illegal. It's a crime. Uh, you, you'll be tacked. You'll be harassed if you speak truth. Um, and that mindset that created our old system is like it's now on steroids, creating a new system and it's unifying all of the, the lies that we've been telling ourselves and unifying all of the lies and somehow this new reality is going to work. And it's like, wait a minute, our last reality didn't work because it was based on lies. And now you've got to reset, you know, what the bad system and reset it for another bad system. And how do you know it's a bad system? Because they're using the same mindset that created the problem. That's why I like uh, the title of a nut bar idea. That's why I like it when our medical system that is dysfunctional is judging me to be delusional because that title, that label separates me from you. If I'm delusional, that means I have a different mindset than the medical system. That's a sign to me that I've got that different mindset. So that gives me confidence that I'm looking at problems in the future and redesigning a reset using a totally different mindset. So in this new mindset, 
path, the road to get there is perception is everything. Right now, uh, with so many challenges, for me, example, I was just sort of commenting on one video I was watching about somebody that had a leaky drip. And it's like, that is my life. I'm living in a trailer and it's got constant drips. You know, so it's got constant problems I need to pay attention to. And if I, I purposely, intentionally moved into a fifth, tra fifth wheel trailer because I'm getting older. And older, sitting with no money, sitting in an apartment, it's killing me because I'm not active. I'm not moving around. I'm not, I don't have that irritation that fuels a fire in me and that fire that keeps me alive. So in this new mindset, be an oyster. Look for irritations because it's irritations that's going to bring out the pearl in you. Don't avoid those irritations, use those irritations. Look at an irritation as, you know, a bucket of gold. It's valuable to you. It has an offering. It's offering you a solution. You cannot experience the solution without first having the challenge, without first having the problem. So that's where, you know, a new mindset is... Don't look at challenges as something that's ripping you apart, but look at it as something that's making you stronger. As strong as a diamond. As valuable as a pearl or a diamond. Live in the solution of the challenge when the challenge shows up. When the irritation shows up. That's all it is. That's all every problem is, is nothing more than an irritation that's trying to bring out the pearl within you. Which kind of makes me see, do we really have evil guys? When you see it's all system related and people just don't know any better. Like if I was, uh, you know, one of these elites, I'm just trying to put myself in their shoes. They do have a sense of obligation because they are running everything. They have all of the money. They are the ones in power. And, and how they got all of that power and all that wealth is because we gave it to them. So as long as we're giving something to the elites that gives them power out of obligation, they feel they need to solve all problems. Now, because of their wealth, they can't comprehend what a problem is. Because of their wealth, that wealth represents the level of benefit they get from all problems. So if you're benefiting from a problem, you can't see that the problem exists. You think, hey, life is wonderful because I'm benefiting from this problem, which I'm not recognizing as a problem. I'm looking at it as, hey, no, this is a solution because it feels really good. It's benefiting me. It's giving me power. It's you know, I'm not going to give any of this up because this feels good. I'm not going to um, give up that good feeling just to uh, appease your delusions that you think a problem exists when it clearly doesn't because I don't see it and I'm smarter than you. 
that's the mentality of, of our leaders is they can't recognize a problem because they're benefiting from the problem. Same with, you know, anybody that's on a disability or welfare, you know, people that are collecting free money. As long as you're benefiting from a problem, you won't recognize it to be a problem. So how do you know a problem exists? If somebody's complaining. Could, you know, about my own life, if I'm complaining about anything in my life, then I have a problem. If I'm, if I'm pointing a finger and, and blaming government or blaming anybody else, guess what? I also have a problem. How am I supporting and sustaining everything outside in my outer world? Because the only thing out there that's got power is the power that you give it. If you take your power back, then everything outside of you that you've been giving power, they lose their power. That, that's how you, you win battles, is you stop fueling the battle. And you win. And you turn and you focus on the solution. So you're either going to be on one side stuck in the problem, which you could get stuck there for hundreds of years. Or you can jump out of that and jump into solutions and build solutions and gain power in solutions. And it all starts with you got to visualize yourself as a pearl. You know, you're a magnet for irritations because you make pearls out of them. Don't uh, avoid irritations. That's how I live my life. Like I, I deal with huge, huge anxiety. And... I isolate. I've been isolating for years because I see the world completely different than the norm. I mean, everybody's starting to see or wake up to the same things that I'm seeing. I predicted 2020 um, because our systems are designed to create. Everything that happened in 2020, is it's like watching a computer programming that was designed to output exactly what happened. So there's still many predictions. I do predict that all of this is, is going to turn out good. This is the best thing that's ever happened to humanity because I'm not the only one that's seen everything wrong in the world. I think everybody on the planet sees something wrong in the world. The problem is, is we all have different ideas of what that solution would look like. Everything that has been done to us has, has been to divide us, to make sure that we're in conflict with everyone. The beauty part is, is that when you're hungry, that's the time, you, you know, your enemy's going to be hungry too. You'll unite to get food. You will unite against the common enemy. And if the common enemy is your slavery... You will unite against it. And we might have seen countries, you know, like China, that just sits there and takes it. But China wasn't alone. Everybody in China that's in that uh, country living under communism, every country globally has been supporting that behavior. Nobody was against it. 
because everybody on some, every other country on some level behaves exactly like China. And we don't, we're not awake to it. The American dream is worse than what China's doing. But the American dream doesn't advertise it. It doesn't market it. What's equivalent to what's going on in China is the human trafficking. You describe what's going on in China and then you describe what's going on in human trafficking and know that the biggest market for pedophilia and human trafficking is the, is the United States. And, and the biggest hub of it is Hollywood, is all of the billionaires. All of the leaders globally, just look at uh, the queen. They can't hide their pedophilia background. And you can hear Prince Charles, you know, the man that wants to be a tampon up somebody's vagina. He thinks that he's got some answers for us. He cheated on his wife. He screwed up his boys. Uh, nobody has any morals or ethics in that family. Uh, and yet they know how to save the planet. Somehow I doubt that. The queen, you know, is supposed to have a say. You know, she owns all of these lands. Well, the queen is failing all Canadians because Canada no longer has a government, no longer has uh, any medical system that you could trust. Nobody's trusting our justice system. Nobody's trusting our police. Nobody's trusting any politician. So where is it? Where's the signed constitution? Do we even have a constitution? If we don't have a constitution, we don't technically have any court system. If we don't have a court system, then police do not have any power that any of us have, a, have granted to them. They are just bullies on the street right now, it seems. I'd like to see the Constitution. Because I'm pretty sure everything that's going on is a violation of the Constitution. And I did not agree if it was. I did not agree that my government, that any other human on the planet has the right to tell me that I should end my life for the life of somebody else that doesn't give a shit about their own life. I, I, I am in disagreement anytime somebody says I should value somebody's life more than my own. As long as there's God in every um, aspect of government, I'm going to follow what God says. And my God wants me to live, not die. My God tells me to treat other humans equally with value. Life has value. Life has more value than death. So those are the, the rules I live my life with is I have to value my own life. And, and I get cancer in 2020, like I predicted. Not that I knew that all of that was going to happen in that specific time frame, but I knew that my smoking was going to kill me and I had to quit. And there's no way I could quit. Nothing was allowing me to quit until I get cancer. Cancer was the thing that really made me... Um, it forced me to look at, uh, do I want to value life or death? Um, it forced me to take my life more seriously. 
Um, it's attracting amazing experiences. I'm seeing trauma that I had in my life that I never knew I had. I've been trying to be positive for so many years. I've been, you know, ignoring and blocking out trauma that I never worked through before. This is our time that we're healing. This is our time that we're gaining our power back. This is our time that we're redesigning our reality. And it starts with you. Be the oyster. Don't suffer from a problem. Don't be weak. Visualize yourself strong and powerful. Visualize yourself with confidence and certainty. Feel love and happiness like you've never felt love and happiness before. Love the new world that you're building before you build it. Get excited. Feel connected with other like-minded people. These are all intentions, bottled intentions, that have given me the strength to be able to turn irritations into pearls. Visualize yourself where you want to be. Don't base it on what was. You know, it's, there's no going back to where we were. Everything from our past was a wrong. It was a lie. You know, all, there's nothing from our past that will remain the same in our future. Our education systems have been teaching you how to be successful in those past systems. What we need is new education systems. Systems that teach you intelligence. Our past systems have been teaching you ignorance. It's been teaching you what to think instead of how to think. Our new education systems will be, you know, teaching you how to think. It will be showing you, yes, just because you can, does it mean you should? The future is all about accountability and responsibility. It's all about us moving forward in intelligence and not in the ignorance that we have been stuck in. Be the pearl. Get excited. It's, it's just a perception of reality. How you go into this, the state of mind that you go into this is the predictor of how well you're going to come out of this. Now's the time to get centered. Whatever you're doing, learn how to meditate. Learn how to clear your mind so you can clear the brainwashing. You need your mind to be in a blank state as much as possible so you can receive new information on how to build new systems that serve you better. If we all just meditated, even just five minutes a day, on our future and our future being positive and not full of fear. I'm not talking about the Deepak Chopra type meditation. This guy, 
there's something wrong, you know, when this guy, you know, his father died while meditating and that's supposed to be the best thing. No, no, if you're dying when you're meditating, you did something wrong. If you're meditating and then you come out with a book that says death is good, killing is good, there's something wrong. And basically that's what Deepak Chopra was saying. He, he wrote a book about um, how death was good. And if death was good, all forms of, you know, what causes death is acceptable. While this guy's writing, you know, mentally healthy books. It's like, how can you be mentally healthy if you're accepting all of the causes that create death? It doesn't make any sense. So be aware of your meditation. You have to make sure your mind is clear. Um, to use that example of Deepak Chopra, I mean, he lost his father. He tried to come up with positive things to say about it. He also was extremely depressed. And all of the words that were coming out of his mouth from that death book was all about uh, his negative feelings that he was feeling while he was meditating. It sort of intensified. So be very, very careful of your meditation because um, if you're meditating on the old mindset, you'll amplify it. You'll make it worse. So be, be aware. Visualize where you want to be. Visual, and, and it's not... Keep it general. Visualize yourself healthy. Visualize yourself happy. Visualize yourself calm. Don't look at what's making you calm. Don't make it, you look at what's making you strong. Don't associate any stories to any of that. Just meditate on what it feels like to feel good. And then you create it. And then when you come out, all of a sudden, you'll find that uh, you attract uh, everything that you need. Like magic. It's like, uh, that's how I've attracted uh, all of the um, alternative health care. Because I was meditating. And I was attracting everything that I needed when I needed it. I kind of stopped meditating, but I'm going to start again this week. Um, I needed a break from it, but it's a really, it, it, the last thing in the world you want to do is shut your brain off. I like that. I fight it all the time. It's, it's not something that the brain wants to do. And the fact that the brain doesn't want to do it means you should be doing it. Why are you running away from something that won't hurt you and has shown signs that it can benefit you? Why are you avoiding it like the plague, you know? So there you go. Be the oyster. Have a great and amazing day.